Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the master's article from the January 2020 trestle board for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge. From the East, greetings ladies and brethren. As we head into 2020, I think back upon what has made 2019 another successful year for our lodge, and I wonder if you feel the same. We've done several meaningful degrees with some great fellowship afterwards. We initiated, passed, and raised several members. We've had new members come down to the lodge as prospects and become our new friends. We look forward to initiating them all in 2020. We've had some great education nights put on by our own members, as well as past grand lecturer, very worshipful Jack Rose, and worshipful Daryl Rivers of Long Beach International City Lodge. We had a couple of awesome parties as we celebrated Brother John McCarger, a little late, and worshipful Eric Jenkins for both of their Hiram Awards. We conducted more successful blood drives in 2019. We celebrated 50 years of the California Masonic Foundation at the Festive Board in Los Angeles. We put on yet another outstanding public schools night for the local schools in the community, and they just keep getting better and better. We provided a social media mini-seminar for local lodges and small businesses. It was well-received, and we may provide another one in 2020. We launched our podcast and are already up to over 50 episodes. And of course, we continued our journey of making ourselves better men, all the while by being around other good men. We provided a great meal for the homeless and less fortunate in December, thanks to our support from our Lodge Brothers and the Orange County York Rite. So many gifts were donated, and it was amazing to see the joy that each child got from receiving these new gifts. Thank you to everyone who donated their time and who participated. This year looks to be just as promising. Starting with the annual installation of officers on Friday, January 17th at 6.30 p.m. with most worshipful John E. Troner presiding as installing officer. It sure to be a great evening with the party going on into the night, even after most worshipful has headed off to his next event. We have definitely noticed that our gang likes to have fun and dance, so we'll plan on that being the case. Look forward to another fun evening. And, as always, if you have any events you would like to see the Lodge put on, let us know. Even better, if you have something you would like to put on, let us know. The more feedback and input we get, the more variety we get, and the more fun we all have. Lastly, be safe, be kind, be careful, and enjoy the new year with your friends and family. Sincerely and fraternally, Aaron S. Reddick, Worshipful Master. The following article is written by our Senior Warden, Worshipful Carlos Diaz Jr. and is titled Looking Deep into Inner Space. There are a few questions asked in Masonry which should cause the initiate and every Mason to look within, not only for the answer but for years to come, to search, to ponder, and to consider their frame of mind. Whence came you and what came you here to do? In short, what are you looking for and what are you looking to accomplish? I would add, for what sake are you looking to do these things? Are they to better the world around you or for self-benefit? Consider this. 
What drove you to search for a different life? Something inside you or something external? Another reason for the questions are to question your way of thinking. How much is done each day by choice and how much is done just because? Are you on autopilot or are you thinking through life? Much of what we do in everyday life, we are told how to think. We often refer to a resource for our information or decision making. Some train of thought has been in place for years, decades, or centuries. Some decisions are made for the sake of fitting in or due to tribalism. Masonry is a threshold that does not solicit the membership of men, but it welcomes all who inquire. Masonry causes a man to question his frame of mind because it should be questioned. Everything should be questioned. There are two aspects each man should examine, explore, and study for consideration. The outer self and the inner self. Once you recognize and understand the world around you, you begin to explore the world within you, physical and mental. This is the self, the inner, projecting all that you see outside of you. If you change that, your world changes too. Much of what we believe in our world is true because we claim it to be. If something doesn't differ from our daily routine, will we question it? Probably not. For example, can you point to a calorie? What does it look like? What color is gravity? Do you remember when you chose your religion? Most of these things we don't consider or question because it does not conflict with our everyday life. But if it isn't our own choice or from our own findings, why would we consider it to be true? None of us have ever seen love, but we believe it wholeheartedly. We have seen the effects of love. We have felt love. Therefore, we know what it is. But in the example of a calorie that can only bear truth based on the nutritionist data-driven evidence, that is only as strong as its findings. Even then, we can consider it to be true or not. Like a guru who has a strong following, it is the follower who decides the guru is the real deal, and that makes him popular. If you choose not to give that guru your belief, they no longer bear truth. And if the public does the same, that guru is just another person looking for followers to build their reputation. As teens, we would follow the crowd because of peer pressure. We didn't want to be different from others. We were not living our true self. The same can be said later in life. Man is tribal. We do this with sports teams, politics, religion, family values, etc. We don't want to offend others or lose their support. Blogger Tim Urban of WaitButWhy.com writes, Humans also long for the comfort and safety of certainty, and nowhere is conviction more present than in the groupthink of blind tribalism. While a scientist's data-based opinions are only as strong as the evidence she has and inherently subject to change, tribal dogmatism is an exercise in faith, and with no data to be holden to, blind tribe members believe what they believe with certainty. This goes back to the calorie. We believe because we're told so. And if we look at tribalism, the way a tribe would hunt, it would be based on the results the main hunter had decided, which is probably the way of the tribe leader before him and the tribe leader before him and so on. If you have a different way of hunting, will it be implemented or will the tribe look at you as someone trying to be different, as someone threatening the way things have always worked? Couldn't this be the same for our way of the way our parents raised us, the way the office functions at work, or the importance of money? Per recent Gallup polls, 50% of marriages end in divorce. 33% of Americans are considered obese, and 8 out of 10 professionals are in debt. 
Can we be doing things wrong? Should we question how we live? How much longer will we continue without questioning everything around us? We don't eat the same type of food every day, so why do we continue doing the same ritual every day with money, love, religion, and work? Especially our way of thinking or questioning everything around us. Our life structure comes from our environment and things that influence us, but mostly by the way our parents taught us in the first nine years of our life. We spend eight hours a day at work, and most don't find a sense of meaning or joy at work. Studies have shown that those who don't suffer for the sake of a paycheck retire later because they don't feel it's work. As educator and minister Lawrence Pearsall Jack wrote, A master in the art of living draws no sharp distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his mind and his body, his education and his recreation. He hardly knows which is which. He simply pursues his vision of excellence through whatever he is doing and leaves others to determine whether he is working or playing. To himself, he always appears to be doing both. Masonry will not give you the blueprint to think, just as college will not yield the same results to all students. A person must want to think different or change the world around them. Look deep into inner space. You'll find many external secrets. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.